Happy Friday. Welcome to the Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Melinda is out today, obviously, because she has blonde hair, and my special guest, Delia, has this beautiful brunette hair. So we decided to bring Delia on, and she is an artist that is based in New York City that grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, I spent a lot of time in Nashville. I primarily grew up in Alabama, though, so even oh. further south. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. So when did you leave Nashville to go to New York City? It was 2019, about eight months prior to the pandemic. Um, lifelong dream to move to New York. Finally made it happen. Got a few good months, and then the city shut down on me. <laughs> and you know, that was... I think New York was one of the first cities to actually shut down. Yeah. Like shut down, shut down hardcore. And oddly enough, I'm in Columbus, Ohio, and we followed you guys right after that. Um, But uh, that happened, what, March 23rd. It was, I could tell you when it happened. It was Monday, March 23rd, because that was my 40th birthday. And for my 40th birthday, I got a pandemic. Yes. (laughs) Lovely. Um. But at least you got a few months to enjoy New York. So you moved there from Nashville? Yes. So what got you started in the art world? Well, it's it's such a mixed bag answer, but um, I've always been into colors and art and in some capacity. And there was a lot of hesitation to start painting on canvas for a long time. A lot of it was, you know will anyone like it? You know, will it be good? All the things that you, you think, you don't want to put your heart out there. And then people say, oh, I don't like it. Um, so there was a lot of fear in putting my art on canvas for a long time. So an outlet well, that I had, sorry. What did, you, what, did, what did you have it on before canvas? I painted furniture. Oh, I had a little furniture oh. business. I would paint and refinish, strip, um, restain, um, reupholster furniture. I did that for several years back during the the chalk paint craze, um, which it was a lot I remember, of fun. I remember that craze. Yeah, it was a thing. And I, it was so fun to work with. And I could see my style, like if I was going to be a canvas artist, you know, I could see it on the, the pieces of furniture. But to me, furniture was safe. People need, people need furniture. And uh, the art, it was a little bit more risky for me to put myself out there in that way on canvas. But then one day I was like, ah, forget it. Well, we're all our own worst critics, I true, believe. True, true. And I always worry about my work being judged or what people are, th- are thinking. And I think I grew out of that. Yes. And it takes a point in your life where you don't care what people think. Um, my worst critic is myself and my mother. And <laughs> <laughs> she's yelling, my hair, if you saw my hair right now, it's in a bun, but I'm getting it cut off. <laughs> um, and she goes, I hate your hair. You need to cut it off. And I'm like, I don't need your opinion, but yeah, thanks. Thank, so, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I don't want to, she doesn't listen to this and I'm not going to tell her she's right, but I'm getting a cut off on Friday. So I won't tell her. <laughs> so you, you use color in a way yeah. that I've seen very few designers use color mm-hmm. and you, the colors that you use in your art from what I've seen, they're very vibrant. We, yeah. Our listeners are designers and artists and clients, but the piece sitting behind you is one of your original pieces. Yes. Um, what attracted you? So you went from the black and white chalkboard paint, chalkboard paint, black, I mean, chalkboard paint was black, right? 
So chalk paint in and of itself is chalk based, but it came in all kinds of colors. So okay. I would mix different colors and bright colors, muted colors. Um, so there were a lot of, of different uh, shades to choose from. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so I did use color, a lot of color in my furniture as well. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So you like the way you, you, you use color. I mean, it's color and it's not in a bad way. I mean, I love what it, the pieces that I've seen that you have out there. Mm-hmm. but I would call you the queen of color. Oh, I'll take <laughs> For it. Art, I know. <laughs> but I mean, I have some clients that um, specifically they live in Minnesota or Minneapolis yeah. and they love the bright, vibrant pieces of art that you're yeah. producing right now. Yeah. Um, so you ended up, so <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this. You ended up from Nashville to yeah. New York. I remember yes. when you called me last week, because yeah. we were supposed to do this last week and then yeah. we were supposed to do it yesterday. And yeah. then we got, we, you thought it was, and I knew <laughs> I was waiting for you to come on. Yeah. And you thought it was whatever, the rather, the wrong day. Yeah. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> was living in the wrong day yesterday. It's fine. We made it. I mean, it. I feel it's like fine. it's been a holiday week. We've all been living <laughs> that yeah. way. But um, so you're from the South. Yes. What attracted you? to get into not only painting furniture, but using these vibrant colors in such a way that's so different. I've never seen, I'm imagining this is the New York City skyline in one of it's the pictures. It's an interpretation, yes, yes. Yeah, and it looks so good. Like you've used you. color and you've used it, you've used it correctly. Um, I'm a color expert for Sherwin-Williams. So, I mean, I'm just noticing that the colors that you use are all complementary, and they're still keeping with your headshot with your hat, um, which is amazing, by the way. Thank you. Um, but yeah, what like what got you started or involved? You did furniture, but did you know you always wanted to be an artist? Like I did. I did. And honestly, I would paint things, um, but I would never share them. Sometimes I would even throw them away or just donate them to Goodwill. I, I just never really share what I painted. I wasn't quite ready. It's what we talked about earlier, just being a little fearful because there's, you know, especially this piece behind me, there was a lot of me obviously that went into it. And a part of me is in my art and to put that out there is very much, uh, it exposes me. It exposes your heart on your sleeve. Exactly. Exactly. And that is very much who I am. I'm a very emotional person and I can't, hide it even if i'm trying to hide it my face will give me away i just i, I just my can't face contain won't it. give me away because it's yeah. the botox and if my face gives me away i mean i need to go see the doctor <laughs> but um <laughs> no i mean we're we're all i think every person in this world is um worried about being judged or yeah. criticized and they have a fear of criticism but i'm happy that you came out of your element of painting furniture and me going into too. Thank you. Going into this amazing art. Thank you. You're welcome. So you have gotten a great contact and you've licensed your line out with artography. Yes. Tell me a little bit how you got into that. So I worked with Robin Barron over the summer last year and ended up getting my pieces on her e-commerce site, some of my original pieces. Mm-hmm. And she was actually the one that connected me with artography and suggested my art for the site. 
and they loved it, picked me up and licensed my images. And there's two avenues. They have a for the trade avenue, which on that site you can get reproductions. There's 38 different images. You can get gallery canvas wrap. You can get those framed. You can get high quality prints framed or unframed. And then they have a retail site where you can get um, prints framed or unframed. So it's a really cool, it's a really cool place to be as far as having a, a licensing deal. My first actually it's, it's, it's a really beautiful one. I'm really excited to work with them. They've done a great job with really capturing my art. Um, and it looks incredible. They have. I love the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I love how they did the white shadow box frame in the so gallery good. wrap behind you. Yes. They've yes. done a great job. Yeah. So imagining that they offer it in multiple different sizes, right? Many like, sizes. Um, I believe the smallest is maybe 16 by 16 and it goes up to 30 by 40 on the trade site. You 16 by 20. Larger. <laughs> Did, what did I say? 16, you said 16 by 16. So yeah, I'm just 16 reading, by 20. I'm just reading, yeah. 16 by 20. <laughs> 16 by 20. Uh, 20 by 24, to, 30 by 40. Yes. And, and you can request standard. larger ones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So do they go in and... So I know a lot of reproductions or prints, mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. people kind of... Some of my higher end clients will shy away from that. And I don't mm -hmm. think the word print is a bad word. Mm -hmm. And I've worked with artists that they... Um, they actually paint over old, old photographs or portraits and they turn them into like graffiti art. But um, what does um, artography go in and hand touch those, um, your pieces to make them look like they're less of a print? Like, do they have that option to make them look like they're more alive with the, um, I don't know what you call it because I'm not an artist, but I know when you go in with a knife. The texture. The texture. The texture, yes. The texture. They do. Too? They do. They go in and just make it pop, if make you will. Pop. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, like a three-dimensional pop, but they 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 make the prints look uh, pretty much authentic Artist to the done. real thing. Correct. Yeah. Authentic. Correct. Authentic. Yes. Authentic. But the, I mean, a, a reproduction or a print is not a bad word, and I think the, my as a client, well, I'm not a client. It, on the client side. Um, you can use prints in many different ways and you have the option with orthography from what I'm seeing mm -hmm. um, to do it many different ways. So yeah. I worked with, I have not worked with orthography. I'm excited mm -hmm. to check them out. I yeah. glanced at it quickly and yeah. they have a ton of different options. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to teach me this word because this is a word, oh, this is a word in the art world that I always get messed up. I know I've used these pieces and I'm of course... I can't find it right now. G I C L E E. How do you say that word? Oh, the the paper, the print paper. Yeah. What's? Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it either. I'm not even gonna try to butcher it, but it's a. Let's just is it say Jiclay? It's a holiday print paper. Something Jic like that. Jiclay, Jiclay, Jiclay. Yeah, we'll go with that. I, I um, don't know. I'm not even going to try to butcher it, but it's a high quality print paper that's got a glossy sheen to it. It's really, it's really a very nice. glossy sheen. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's like, it's a reflective sheen. We yeah. should both learn this word. <laughs> I know, what's wrong with this? I thought for sure you would know it. <laughs> No, it's good. Oh, well, here, let me try to pronounce it in my Southern accent. Come on, come on, I don't know. Come on, it's nice paper. It's, it is. Um, <laughs> no, I have some pieces I've used on a commercial project, yes. but what it is, it's, it's basically kind of flat and more plasticized, I would say. Yeah. And it doesn't look hand done. You can tell, I mean, it's been printed. Yes. But I mean, that's an option. And some people are really yeah. into that and some people yeah. are not. 
Yeah. But I like that they offer that option. Yeah. Um, you taught yourself how to paint. Yeah. Did you, so how, tell me about that. How did that happen? Like, were you sitting in Alabama watching Bob Ross? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I've tried to paint. <laughs> my dad painted, um, I think my dad learned from painting from Bob Ross actually. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. before he passed, he did a bunch of pictures that mm -hmm. we have. But I, I mean, I, I've tried to paint and I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, it's like, my forte is interior design, placing yeah. things, selecting yeah. things, but making things like a piece of art, um, yeah. not, not my forte. I will tell you, I, you know, I learned a lot about mixing colors with the chalk paint because it would only come in X amount of colors. And so to get different hues, you would have to mix. So I learned a lot about mixing and what worked well together with, with that typical or that type of paint. Um, but moving into acrylics, I, I, I know this isn't the, the, the answer that maybe you might want to hear, but it's very instinctual. I, I don't know. There's no wrong answer. I, I, I just don't know. Like this particular piece behind me, it's called In Love with the City. And like you said, it does mimic the New York skyline and how I feel about it, the energy of the city, my love for it, um, just the feast for the eyes that New York is. And as I was painting it, I was like, uh, 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 cobalt blue, uh, hot pink, uh, lime green. Like, I don't know. I love I'm that just... you're not afraid to do these colors all together. And I love yeah. how you did the reflection of the city in, yeah. that, I'm bad with New York. Is that the Hudson yeah. River? It can That's be. reflecting sure. in whatever that bay sure. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been, I haven't been to New York in a while and I need to get back there. But back. yeah, Times Square has seems like it's turned into not like it used to be or not like I remember it. Let's not go there. We'll come, okay. come, come, we'll go other places. <laughs> yeah. Are you in Brooklyn? <laughs> I'm not. I'm on the Upper West Side. Upper West Side. Mm -hmm. Okay. I had a project up there years and years ago. We did wallpaper in a yeah. pre war building. Yeah. Lots of stairs. There Lots no of elevator. stairs. No elevator. And it's probably very hot. Sweltering. It's hot. Yes. It's hot. But no, I live on the Upper West Side and I just recently, six months ago, got my very first studio in Tribeca downtown. Oh, congratulations. Um, thank you. It's a, it's such a dream. Uh, you know, even this afternoon, I'm going to head down here and every single day I go, I think, oh my gosh, I'm going to my art studio in Manhattan. <laughs> like, it's so cool. It's, it's such a dream. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah. you got to New York and you had all these big ideas for New York yeah. and then New York just shut down around you. It did. Did it that did. affect your, did that affect your aesthetic when you're painting? Like when you painted this picture of New York, when did you paint that? Was it before? During the pandemic. During the pandemic. So during the pandemic, you guys had it made. I mean, I don't want to say it like it was a good thing, but yeah. there was no traffic. No. There were no people. There no. was really nothing open. Um, how, what was it like living through that? Were you there when they were, I remember watching videos on Facebook and they were, everybody was banging pots at yes. a certain time. Yes. Yes. So during the beginning of the pandemic, I lived downtown right on the main Avenue and yeah. everyone would, uh, open their windows, go out on their fire escapes, clap, squeal, bang pots. It was the most heartwarming. I, I just remember thinking in that moment, I'm living in this i'm never gonna forget it it's not gonna last forever but this is such a cool thing you could hear it everywhere if you weren't home you could hear it just echoing. i just got chills listening to you say yeah it. it is just it i uh, it was it was beautiful it was beautiful and that was for the first responders yeah words of uh, doctors nurses mm -hmm. so 
Um, trying to think at that time I was like having a breakdown because all my clients had canceled. My yeah. husband is a doctor. So he, oh. we, he had to keep going to work. There was no shutting down for right. us. No. Um, I actually ended up going to film a TV show in Dallas. That's a whole nother story. But what did you guys, did you, were the grocery stores open then? Grocery stores were open. Um, that was pretty much it. Really? And uh, yeah, I remember my kids and I have two teenagers. We went walking and we walked all the way to Times Square from our, our home downtown. And which normally would take us like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes to walk. We were there. I mean, it was like a very quick 10, 12 minutes. We got there. There was no one, no tourists. When I tell you we were standing in the middle of Times Square alone, we were alone. There were a few security guards, maybe, you know, a person here or there, but it was it was like the rapture. It was so, it was so strange and so surreal. It kind of sounds refreshing it in a weird nice way. In a weird way. I was like, yeah. oh, I want the energy of the city back. But I think a lot of the inspiration come from, came from that time because I was actually able to see it. I was able to see the city. Uh, nothing was in my way. Um, I, it was very open for me to look at. And yes. um, the streets were empty for a while. But that's one of those poignant moments, like the seven o'clock pot banging, <laughs> being in Times Square alone. But even my kids were so like, everybody would bang bananas. pots at seven p.m. Yes, mm. yeah. That's a, I, I, it. Sounds surreal. Um, yes, you're one of the first people I've talked to from there. But I've had friends there that, and they've all a lot of people had to move out of the city. And they had left and you're one of the few people I've talked to that moved into the city. Yeah. What was it like for your kids during that time? Like, I know all the schools were closed and they, they were closed for an extended period. Yes. And you have teenagers. Yes. I, I love my nephews to death, but I don't, I know you don't have kids. I love my dog. I don't know if yeah. I could be in the house with my family for that amount of time for that yes. long of a time period. Well, what I was it like? Be, I will be totally honest with you. And this is the, this is the <laughs> honest truth. They were talking about, Oh, we may be going to remote learning for the foreseeable future. And I thought, Oh boy, <laughs> how, how are we going to get through this? You know, we had a 4,500 square foot home in Nashville and now we're in a 900 square foot apartment in <laughs> New York. How are we going to do this? And sure enough, they went to remote learning for one full school year. And it was the absolute best year. We had captive time together, meaningful captive time. We did not have these rush around schedules. We didn't have to be anywhere except with each other. We knew when to take our time and get away from each other. We had the space to do that. And when they finally went back to school this year for the first time for full time, I was sad. I was sad to see them go. And it, it was that's a good story. A that's a yeah. good story to hear from yeah. the pandemic. And that's not yeah. something I get to hear. Yeah. But I remember we would be watching the news and we, the governor of New York at the time, I think he would come on twice a day. Yeah. We were like, what's going on? <laughs> what's the <He> update? <laughs> our governor, his name is Mike DeWine. And he, his updates were at 3 PM every day. And we yeah. would call it wine with DeWine. Yeah. So yeah. most people turned into alcoholics. <laughs> well, there were lots of cocktails. Let, let's, let's be clear here. There was lots yeah. of cocktails during that time. Cause we thought, Oh, this is just going to be for a little while. Let's live it up. <laughs> and it just kept going. I'm like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should calm down on that. But, um, but no, it was, it was a really good experience and it was a gift of time that was very unique. Now, do I want a worldwide pandemic to have that captive time? Absolutely not. But we had it, it happened. 
And so to make the most of it and the best of it, that year at home was really a gift. I, it, I, I'm word that, the word that um, for your career as an artist, the word that was used the most in our industry was pivoting. And it yeah. sounds like you pivoted from doing the furniture deal yes. to getting yourself on to canvases. Yes. And it sounds like the canvases were in your mind for a long time. A long time. So it wasn't a, a long time. Wasn't a far stretch. Yeah. And you have what? You have at least 60 pieces, don't you? Oh, at on, least. I want to say I saw it somewhere. You have you should know there's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as like how many pieces? It's, there's no, so I think many. The, the, you've you've 60 pieces at artography, right? There's 38 images. 38, 38 images. 38, yes. 60 different. I don't know why I got the word the number 60, but they can be done in, like you said, every size. Yes. Um. So your retail price points range from, yes. which is a very impressive. They range from ninety five dollars yes. to five hundred and eighty dollars, yes. and that's a real comfortable price point retail wise. That's for a client. So if a client were listening, they can go to, they can go to Artography or they can go to your website, um, D, <laughs> Delia Ann A N N E Art dot com. That A N N E. Mm-hmm. between your first name and your last yeah got me so confused when I was two a's two emails. n's <laughs> yeah I'm like am I typing this right yeah yeah we have a lot of letters in our names <laughs> um down and south. double names down south <laughs> but um but no that was I'm glad that you brought that up it's very important to me you know of course my passion and my love is creating original pieces and you know growing up and getting my own place graduating college moving into being an adult I wanted art. I wanted to have that kind of look and, you know, maybe the budget doesn't allow for that. And what I love about artography is that it offers my pieces and it makes them so accessible. And that's important to me. That's important to me, um, for people to have art, artist art, but you know, it's, it's it's accessible. I really appreciate that. Correct. Design. We always say design should be accessible to everybody. Yes. And I mean, we have to draw a line somewhere, but um, we try to make ourselves accessible to everybody, but there's a time, like if somebody wanted to do a custom commission piece from you, Mm -hmm. do you offer that? I do. I do. I'm actually starting on one today. You are. Tell me more about it. What's it of? Oh, honestly, I cannot wait. Okay. So this piece, it's going to be. You can't tell me you don't have to, but go ahead. Oh no, I would love to (laughs) tell you. Let's do it. It's going to be a four foot by six foot piece vertical that's going in a dining room um, in this beautiful home in Connecticut. Um, She's got, um, I'm very excited about the color story. It's bright orange, bright pink, navy, and metallic gold. So it's right up my alley. Yes. And all I can think about is how I'm going to start layering them and what I'm going to do. I can't get it out of my head. So I'm very excited to go get it started today. Um, What's what's, What's the subject of it? I don't know. You know. Yeah. I, I really feel like uh, I've got to get in there and start feeling it. I'm not sure, but right now I'm just focused on the color and how excited the color story is making me. That color um, story is, it's, incredible. I mean, it could be anything. It could be anything. I'm not sure. Of course I'll give it a name. Of course I'll listen to music while I'm painting it. Some, you know, uh, there's a lot of inspiration that I bring with me to, to, to get started. And 
what I see in my head doesn't always translate on campus, which I like. You're telling that to like. a designer <laughs> who's which married like. to a psychiatrist. <laughs> you want to uh, get into my head. It's um, <laughs> lots going on in there. Lots going on. Yeah. Lots of us emotional people. We got a lot going on. <laughs> but but no, I, I I just have this idea of how I want to start putting the, the paints on the canvas. And yeah. um, I, I just I'm excited to see how what they tell me they want to do. That sounds so arty, but. Do you, you know, do those small samples? So I've had some custom pieces done in the past and they typically would do them on a four by four, mm-hmm. like little canvas. And they'd show me it and be like, what do you think of this? Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, okay. I'm like, I like this. I don't like this about it. One time I had four different artists painting one picture and it was mm-hmm. something I saw in a magazine, but what's your process for like showing the client what, they're going to get it's all it's all based on what i've already created if i if i were to create a small sample image there would be no way that my brain to hand (laughs) make it happen recreate it again (laughs) there's just no way and honestly i've tried that i'm like oh i should sketch them first i know some people will do watercolors or oil pastels of of what they think they want to do on the canvas. And then it translates. I I can't do that. I'm too in the moment. I can't plan ahead. I love that. I I plan with the colors. I I see the colors, but what's going to happen? I don't know. know. (laughs) They've commissioned this piece. It's four by six. Yes. So they have, you said dining room. So is there a designer involved in it? There's not, not that, well, not that I'm aware of. Um, She may have had a a, a furniture designer to help her with the room and and, and what I'm just wondering if they took into account like framing and like, is it going to be framed? Is it like going to have a niche? Well, no, it's going to be on a flat wall. And we've talked about framing because it's going to be a deep profile canvas. Yeah. Really, the only option is going to be a a floater frame. So, and which would be very sleek. I I love floating frame. I do too. They add such elegance, um, especially the metallic ones. They just make everything pop, especially bright colors that make it pop. What is your opinion on picture lights? Have you um, ever, so I, a lot of times when I do people's artwork, I'll, yeah. I'll do, they sell, we can get high end where they're built into the wall yeah. and it's all yeah. pre-planned out, yeah. but yeah. we can all, we also have access to ones that attach to the back of the um, frame and wash down. I actually found a rechargeable USB picture light that's LED. Yes. That's really cool on a magnetic bar, but I think lighting always makes artwork pop. And putting it behind wallpaper makes it pop off the wall even more. But what do you, what do you, do you, do you take lighting into account when the client's um, specking something out? I mean, I can. Um, That's a design. I'm I'm talking to you like you're a designer. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking about like my own personal, like for me, growing up as a Southerner, there's three things I love and it's fabric for my curtains rugs on the floor and lighting love lamps love chandeliers love sconces love picture light love lighting so if i could choose i would love to have a little light over all the pieces i think it just gives something special to it and makes it even more elevated and and elegant um i 100 agree with you on that yeah (laughs) yeah but since i'm not you know technically the designer that's coming into the home 
Um, mm-hmm. I've not ever really suggested lighting, but maybe I should. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, think about your art and like when you shut the lights off in the room and you yeah. have just the picture light on, mm-hmm. it takes a piece of art and turns it into something different in my mind. No, you're right. But um, I was just wondering what your opinion was on that. So it sounds like you've thought about it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Love to like them. Lighting and design go hand in hand. I think, well, art and design go hand in hand because technically we're all artists, but a project could go very south in a bad way without the proper lighting. Agreed. Yeah. So I love seeing art lit up. I love seeing it framed too. Gallery wrap, what's your opinion on gallery wrap versus framed? My opinion is everything should be framed, but that's just me. And everybody has their own preference. (laughs) No, I agree. I think I I just love frames. I love frames. I love frames. I love frames. I like painting on the deeper profile pictures just because I like the drip and the bleed from around the corner. But that still translates to frame. You can still see it. It's still cool. Um, Not all of my pieces are such deep profiles. The thinner ones obviously can have more ornate and, and, you know, more powerful frames. I like that as well. I tend to lean towards the the deeper profile just because I like the drip. I like to see what happens. I like the drama, mm-hmm. the, the drip. <laughs> that, I don't know why that just sounds funny. Um, <laughs> like actual, so do you, the drip. <laughs> I, I've researched trying to hand stretch. Do you stretch your own canvases in your gallery? Because okay. I, tra- I, I thought I was going to try to do it one time. And then yeah. I'm like, this is something I probably shouldn't do. <laughs> no, you absolutely should. I, it's, it's the next thing on my list to learn. I have someone that I know that does it. However, yeah, I mean, that's what, I mean, why I'm going to do that myself. Huh, I, so it sounds very complicated. From what I researched, this was way back when, when I painted the, I painted one painting and uh, it was years and years ago and it did not come out like I thought it would, but. <laughs> I'm sure it was um, simple. Okay. <laughs> um, Just being positive here. I sure, wouldn't. Great. You're great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, no, but to create that deep canvas effect with the deep, so you're painting on the the it, the frames already wrapped mm-hmm. around it. So you're just carrying mm-hmm. your color up and over, right? Yes. And then carrying it down. That sounds. I love some of these, and I really want you to talk to Allison Eden, who's in Brooklyn. Because okay. she she's the one that I told you about that does the mosaic tiles and stuff. But some of this, your one piece, um, I'm looking at, it doesn't have a name on it. It just says a joyful and exuberant modern artwork and deal in Delia Ann's signature vivid shades. Mm-hmm. This would be a really cool textile or wallpaper in my mind. So I don't know if that's ever been on your radar to do, yes. but it's I've never... I haven't seen anything as vibrant as this in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's very Andy Warhol factory oh kind God. of 70s, 60s, vi- very like, I don't know, stimulating. You're Psych- talking about the swirl? It's, I don't know. Yudi sent me just two images. One's the one behind you. Yeah. And one's, I don't know. It looks kind of patchy. Can you see? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I agree. I do. It's so funny because, um, again, I keep saying growing up in the South, X, Y, Z, but (laughs) growing up in the South, I never bought drapes 
out of the package. I always chose my fabric and had them made. Um, everybody had a curtain lady and I always do the pinch pleat and have the perfect cuddle, you know, and it was twelve for a long time. All of our wall covering people are going to love that you said that or wall, <laughs> window treatment, our window treatment people in our work yes. rooms are going to love hearing that because that's kind of gone the way no. people aren't doing that a lot. Oh, I've still, I'd love to have my own drapes made because they're unique to you. Like you, exactly. you can't get it anywhere else. And then your whole your whole environment kind of becomes part of that fabric and the fabric becomes part of it. It's just like one big harmonious moment. Um, but my dream is to see my things in textiles. So my, my art can be a, a, a curtain or a throw pillow or a rug. I would, that's what I was, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I can see this in throw pillows. I can oh, it gets see this me in so rugs. excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should get get on Udi to talk to some people and get you into the rug game. Doing it. Because this one picture, I mean, these colors are all, I mean, you're you're right, you're the queen of vibrant colors on <laughs> art. Thank but you. yeah, I could see this in a rug. I could see this in as a textile, throw pillow. Oh, that's thrilling. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. So how can are you on Instagram or anything? How can our following, our fan base, how can our fan base follow you? All, on all 12 Instagram. of them. <laughs> yes, on Instagram. Um, Delia Ann underscore art. Okay. I'm going to follow you now. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on today and taking the time to share this. I got, you gave me such a deep insight into everything. I have a whole different um, thought process now about selecting art. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, guys, check out. Um, Delia Ann's art on artography.com. And I believe there's a special link we have, and I'll try to put it in the comments, but it is artographylimited.shop slash collections slash Delia hyphen Ann hyphen uh, collection. And that'll take you right to Delia's art. But or you can go to the limited. link in my bio. Yeah, um, on my, and it takes you straight there. Everything's easy peasy. Which is DeliaAnnArt.com. <laughs> yes. So D E L I A A N N E A R T dot com. Yes. <sighs> yes, you got that it. That was. I feel like I need an award for getting that out all correctly. <laughs> I will get it sent to you immediately. All right. Thank you for coming on. Happy designing, guys. Follow Delia. Follow the Design Exchange. We have the TDX podcast on Instagram and TDXpodcast.com. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.